Power Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you were here. In these uncertain times, in these interesting times, what role does divine feminine wisdom play? And how can we tap into that powerful, mystical energy? Well, Janet Carey returns to the show. She's an Out of the Fog listener favorite. She's here to talk today about the role of the divine feminine in healing our relationships with our bodies and with the earth. Are you ready to meet her? Janet Carey is a master intuitive healer, an arcane wisdom keeper, and a divine feminine teacher. Janet's the founder of Janet Carey Creativity Plus Healing, Ancient Alchemy for Modern Beings, which fuses together a unique combination of channeled intuitive guidance, quantum energy healing, flower essence therapy, and spiritual mentorship. She's a highly attuned psychic and intuitive healer, and her gifts include clairsentience, clairaudience, clairvoyance, and claircognizance. Jan is also the creatrix of New Moon for New Earth, a monthly live ceremonial event where lightworkers from across the globe gather intentionally during the power of the new moon and seed the energies of the new earth together. You can find out more at janacarry.com and you can find Jana on social media, Instagram and Facebook. She's at Jana Carey Healing. Jana, welcome back to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here again, as always, to talk with you, Karen. Oh, thank you. You are welcome anytime. Let's start today just by trying to throw our arms around that idea of what you mean when you say divine feminine. It's a great place to start. And um, we're, we'll be talking for the next, you know, six months on the, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> we'll be here for the next a thousand years. Tune in no, um, <laughs> to trying to put words to everything that encompasses the divine feminine. But I mean, we really, it's such a great question. I'm going to do my best as a channel to really synthesize what can't, you know, at, at the deepest levels, what can't be put into words, which is, you know, the unknowable, which contains everything. Um, which I know kind of can, can sound like a cop-out, but I really feel it's not. It's just, it's acknowledging that part of the divine return of the divine feminine and, and when it was practiced, you know, when there, I feel the way I understand it, there was a time on planet earth when divine feminine wisdom, of course, in balance with the divine masculine, I really consider feminine and masculine to be polarities, you know, like, like two poles, like the two poles of the brain, um, like the two poles of the earth. We, we, and so I, I like to think of it as that way as polarities. Yes, it's connected to gender, but we live in a time obviously where our whole definition of gender is being, um, explored and, and reconfigured. And, and so, it's not necessarily about divine feminine equals woman, divine masculine equals man. I feel that divine feminine really is encompassing a polarity 
um, a way of being, really a way of being um, that's that's deeply ancient, very con- encoded, very connected to the the earth herself. Um, and really, part of it is unknowable. Is um, existed, you know, was I feel like part of creation itself before there was words. When you know, part of it was uh, is beyond words. It contains, um, you know, really taps into a lot of the unseen realms, which we'll talk about, which you know well as an intuitive guide. Um, and it, it connects to a knowing, to a way of, I feel like the heart of divine feminine wisdom, which I know we're going to get into, is knowing without even knowing how you know. It's it's so much more quantum, um, all-encompassing than the ways that we've been leading society right now, much more connected to just the masculine through the brain, needing to understand things linearly, rationally, through the intel- just through the intelligence of the mind that can be measured, where there can be metrics. I make jokes about this with my clients all the time about, you know, kind of teasing the old paradigm, which served a purpose, but it's like intelligence is so much broader. You can't just put it on a spreadsheet and measure analytics to understand everything that's going on in our, in our world. And I feel like divine feminine wisdom, part of where there's so much resistance to it is it can't be contained. You can't put it on like an analytic spreadsheet and like measure your sales progress on it and know, to know that it's there. But as folks are awakening, becoming more sensitive, um, however you want to look at all the changes and evolution and growth that are going on on our planet right now that are, there's no question it's happening. They're awakening to the fact that there's more and kind of that moreness, that beingness, to me, really connects very much to the realms of divine feminine wisdom that that are knowable, but only knowable through being in your body, through feeling in your heart, um, and can't just be analyzed through the brain, through the old, what we quote unquote called more of the kind of masculine polarity faculties. Hmm. So I don't know if that answer just made things more confusing. Or <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because it, these are such uncertain times, right? And, and we're being told a lot of things. And what I'm, I feel like I'm hearing you say is that there's a, there's a call back here to a knowing that goes beyond what someone tells us, a knowing that even goes beyond what we can learn for ourselves through our own like critical faculties or curiosity or finding things out that there's an opportunity to tap into something deeper, something more mystical, something that goes beyond, uh, it's the right way that goes beyond just the circumstances in which we find ourselves. Does that resonate with you when I say that? Absolutely. So it's kind of like beyond the what we can just see in the 3D, beyond what we see with the five senses that we were presented with as only being the senses that, um, you know, that are real, you know, sight, sound, touch, uh, hearing and smell. And, you know, as an intuitive that there are like if faculty senses beyond that. And that feels um, a lot of sort of this arcane, you know, older divine feminine wisdom, which really is resurfacing. And that's part of like the good news is it's coming back online and it's go over the next five to 10 years, um, you know, but it's still some of it's kind of tucked behind the veil. So those who haven't don't have their faculties awakened, it's harder to access it. But I find the place where where that really 
I feel like any, everybody can start to access divine feminine wisdom is reconnecting with the heart is opening the heart and reconnecting with the body and being in the body and, and the earth herself. Um, or, you know, if folks don't like to put a gender on the earth, the earth itself, but, um, really it's about, I feel like balancing out this polarity of being in the mind with balancing the mind and the heart. And it's really through the heart where we're going to learn a whole new way of navigating what it means to be intelligent and navigating the world. And I feel like there's been this cosmic setup to get us to feel in order to know what's real. I like to give folks and clients little rhymes because I think there's truth in rhymes and they're easy to remember and kind of like little mantras. And, <sighs> and something I've been sharing a lot is, is in order to know what is real, you have to feel. Mm. which I feel is so relevant for these times where we're all, like, there's, there seems to be this great cosmic setup that the only way to really navigate what's reality for you is to turn inwards to that wise one that lives within, or if you want to think of it as your higher self in order, in order to know what's real for you, because we're seeing, you know, like media systems break down. It's just, it's like, there's so many different viewpoints and agendas and noise and information and advertisements everywhere you turn. I mean, you go to just navigate yourself on your car and pop up ads, you know, like come up. It's just, it's, it's literally insane to a certain degree, but I feel like it, it had to get to that critical breaking point, that creative point in order to fuel this wave of evolution of, okay, there's got to be a different way to do this because to try to listen to all these, there's just no way all, you know, it's just, it's literally crazy town. Hmm. And what's not crazy town is that inner wise self, that higher self, which definitely is connected to reclaiming the divine feminine, because I feel like the divine masculine and the divine feminine, that both polarities live within, but that the really, um, the, where it's deeply connected to the emotions, the feeling that intuitive knowing without even knowing, you know, sometimes not even able to put words to it or you couldn't rationally explain how you know something, that's the divine feminine wisdom. Wow. As we, hmm, let me say it this way, as I understand it from my guides and in the work that I do, we're moving into a time where what was arcane, what seemed unknown, what seemed forgotten is coming more and more to the forefront. That's not in some weird HP Lovecraft way where all of a sudden it's all squid people and running and screaming (laughs) that it has more to do with us tapping into our power as beings who manifest, who heal, who create change. I feel like some of that, what I would think of as the return of divine feminine wisdom is the return of us remembering all of us, no matter what configuration of private parts we have on our body, no matter how we identify the reminder that all of us have, that we are strong, we are creators, that we give birth and move through the cycle of life with a kind of an agency and power that we have often denied ourselves. Does that fit into what you're teaching here or what you've received? Absolutely. 100%. And I, I love the way you frame it. And I love your guides. You know, I love me too. I'm <laughs> working multidimensionally when you're someone who has a team of, I know I'm not going to get off track, but just a quick aside, when you have someone who works as a loving team of guides and you pair up with someone and you love their team of guides, and it's just this big multidimensional party. <laughs> 
But that actually feels like where we are going. And I know, you know, throwing multidimensional in there is like a whole nother thing, but really multidimensional just means that we operate in more than one dimension. And that is this whole new way of accessing creativity or co-creativity where we acknowledge it's sort of like a humbling the heart, a hubris, a returning back to that like innocent inner child of remembering that like, we're not the only ones that exist here. There's consciousness and intelligence showing up in so many different forms that once we kind of heal a lot of the fear that we see healing collectively and we, we rem- and then it starts to get fun and, and what was entities and aliens becomes archangels mm. and loving beings of light. Once your once your perception shifts. And so that's a whole nother level to kind of anti the, the co-creativity where we're going, but kind of just to, to, to make sure I stay on track with, with responding to what you so eloquently just, just brought through it absolutely feels like, you know, that what was arcane is resurfacing. And um, and it's very tied to creativity. And even what you, you know, what some might call like sexuality or generativity, but that deep, powerful energy that we have that, that everybody has, like you said, regardless of, you know, private parts or how you identify in a, as a gender, that we are creative that we can create life in, in, in a multitude of forms. And that not only that, but that life wants to create with us and wants us to create and loves to see us. And that we're not these like horrible, shameful, you know, toxic beings that are ruining the earth that and that perception kind of leads to that reality, but that actually we're here to know ourselves in such a broader, more magical um more powerful way, but it's very loving in terms of, of, of where we're expanding into, um, that we are meant to know ourselves as creators, just like the divine mother and the divine father, or, you know, the, the divine creatrix, divine creator. So it's a very, even though it's a very uncertain time, I I feel the energy underneath it because I feel so much of what's streaming kind of from, from the future, what's coming. It's very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. You're listening to Out of the Fog, and I'm talking with Jana Carey. Um, her website is janacarey.com. That's J-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-E-Y.com, janacarey.com. And you can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Jana Carey Healing. Now, your work is shifting around. You've created something new around the phases of the moon, how the lunar cycles help us connect to divine feminine wisdom. And this is something, of course, that's available to all of us, even if we don't think of ourselves as multidimensional, I would argue we're all multidimensional. But even if you don't think of yourself this way, um, connecting with the moon can be a beautiful way with those cycles of connecting with your body and connecting to the wider world. Can you say a little bit about that moon connection and what you've created? Absolutely. So, that's part of what we're seeing a resurgence of what, you know, what was arcane, which is no longer becoming arcane, which was taboo, which is no longer, you know, becoming taboo. Very of practices in certain goddess lineages, or even in the past in golden ages, like Atlantis or Lumeria, or even just our ancestors knew that there was a wisdom in in everything right everything's divine so connecting with the sun and the cycles of the sun connecting with the moon and the cycles of the moon and 
the moon in and of itself, like the more I really deepen my own relationship with the moon, it's, it's with, it's, it's, it's kind of talking about like their wisdom kind of being like lunar in the dark, kind of like the more intuitive psychic kind of unknowable wisdom versus like what you might call solar or more masculine. And it's not that that simple, but I'm kind of breaking it down that way, which is more, more expressive, more outwards, more um, vocal, more able to like be seen in the world. And so the lunar wisdom, you know, taps into some of more of that, you know, kind of psychic, unknowable, um, especially in particular certain phases of the moon, but really understanding that at each phase of the moon, in each cycle of the moon, the moon is very connected each month throughout a full moon cycle to cycles of creation, to cycles of manifestation, which which ties back to, to what we were just talking about. And, 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 and so the new moon in particular is the time of, and this is deep old wisdom that's, you know, resurfacing again, is it's a beautiful time for planting intentions, just how in the dark of like a woman's womb, you know, that's so much happens, like that's where life starts in terms of like a, a human life. Um, we could argue that everybody has the spiritual technology of a womb to create, but that's that's a different story. But um, in the in the dark moon, in the new moon, the darkest phase of the moon is a time for seeding or planting intentions. And so, um, part of what I've created with this new moon for new earth gathering is is where we're going in terms of five D manifestation, where it's not just about me. It's about we, that we're not just here. It's like, we're, you know, hopefully we'll kind of see a deeper, broader understanding of things like the law of attraction as we become more spiritually mature. It's like, I'm not just here to manifest and create a bunch of stuff for myself. I'm actually here to co-create, you know, things that are going to serve everybody. And when I set my intentions for the higher good of the earth, for animals, for, you know, other races, for everybody else, of course, that's going to affect me. That's part of unity, consciousness of oneness of where we're going to. But so there's a, the idea behind new moon for new earth is that we come together and take these beautiful multidimensional journeys, not only where there is deep healing and the participants are receiving a lot, but they're all, we're also coming together to seed and plant intentions and energies with multidimensional guides that are really here to start to build the energetic foundation of the new earth in each month and so it, that's why it's called new moon for new earth and and it's it's working with these lunar cycles of manifestation but not and creation but not just for us for the good of everybody and i love the idea that it is an idea of shifting to collaboration shifting to co-creativity shifting to kind of harnessing our collective power which is very different than that old way of i'm going to have to do this all myself and if i can't do it it means i didn't do it right and so i like that you're speaking into creating a gathering and creating and also shifting for ourselves on our own journey shifting our awareness to bring in more help more teachers more guides more opportunities than we might have been able to see before absolutely and that's part of what's so exciting 
uh, of what I'm so excited for more folks to start to awaken to, because that's the kind of the part of the journey where it goes from being, you know, it goes from feeling kind of like that deep existential loneliness and kind of depression that is a very real energetic on the earth plane that, that, Get, that shifts and lightens over time when 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 we start to realize that we're not alone, that we're so loved, and that there's a genius array of different guides and beings and spiritual support, and some of those actually showing up like human spirit guides, but that's here to to support us. And it just becomes not to compete with us, um, which is again, that's that old paradigm, the old, you know, sometimes I call it the toxic masculine paradigm, no way saying that men are toxic, but just the old paradigm that served it, its purpose, but it's time is, it's obviously crumbling for a reason because it's time for something new, but that sense that it's me against you, us versus them, that we have to, like you said, compete and do everything on our own and that's really part of what I feel like the heart of div- another piece of the heart of divine feminine wisdom is that you can't do it alone. I know that I, uh, you know, in terms of embodying it and through my own work, I would hit roadblocks until, and there were certain phases, w- uh, you know, where it was like the only way forward is to heal some separation in my heart and bring more people in, you know, whether that. <laughs> or bring more guides in it. And every step along the journey has meant opening more, you know, obviously having discernment as well. That's that the masculine piece around discerning. Is this for me or is this maybe for somebody else? But that sense of it's about co-creation, co-collaboration. And that's part of the heart of what's so exciting about the, the divine feminine really returning is that that piece is very much about it's it's we're we're all in this together that we're we're not here to do this alone and that it actually you'll hit roadblocks in your evolution and your growth you know it's almost like it becomes like a spiritual initiation of okay it's time to expand into more and and that's also connected to receiving um which is a piece of the divine feminine the being the yin the receiving it's not all about the doing but that there's a cycle of giving and receiving and that part of, of opening our hearts is also opening up to receive support. Um, yeah. Now, as we're coming to the end of our time with just a couple minutes left, it's okay, though, because you're coming back another 6,000 times. Yes. So, right. So it always, it goes so fast when you're on the show. But luckily, see, we've got like 6,000 more to do. Um, but in just the couple minutes that we have left, a listener who wants to connect with the divine feminine, there are all kinds of ways to do that. What would you suggest as something they can do maybe right now Yeah, to get more deeply in touch? That's a great question. And I'd say as we're here in this time of <clears throat> Samhain, you know, All Souls Day, Halloween, Dia de los Muertos, you know, this this time of the year, which in so many cultures already acknowledges that the veils are getting thinner. Um <clears throat> I think it's just a really, well, yeah, it's a really beautiful time, no matter where you are in the world. I feel like just connecting to the earth more, um, getting out to nature, being in your body and, and making intentional time to connect with the earth is a beautiful way of, of really starting to connect to the more of the feminine in the body. Um, there's so many different heart practices. I also feel that really, like we've been talking about tuning into the cycles of the moon. I mean, all the listeners are obviously welcome to attend the new moon for new earth gatherings. 
But, you know, even it can be even be as simple as just starting to track the cycles of the moon. And how do you feel on the new moon versus the full moon? Um, you know, do you notice that you become a little more psychic on the full moon or more aware, more sensitive? Like, how does your body shift through the through a cycle of the month versus like looking at your life, you know, throughout as like starting to kind of look more at the cycles of life and connection to the seasons um, and, and starting to kind of look at time differently in terms of cycles. But I think the first way to really do that is kind of tune into the moon cycle and kind of shift from how you feel day to day, you know, versus kind of looking how you shift your energy shifts over the month connected to the moon and and that's just a simple way i know we could go so much broader and deeper than we have time for well and that's but that's beautiful because it does it calls us into our own with discernment and opening uh openness draws us into curiosity about our intuition um it just that idea i will be more in touch with my body i will pay more attention to how i feel shifts our awareness into a beautiful creative space. Jana, thank you so much for being on the show. It's always great fun to talk to you. I'm glad we're doing 6,000 more podcasts together. We'll, um. be, we'll be beaming from earth, you know, from the other, you know, off the space. And I'm just teasing. <laughs> coming at you from the Pleiades. No, just, just. That's right. Well, why be limited by That's this right. mortal plane? We just, yeah. we are now interdimensional. Jana, thank you. That is Jana Carey. You can find out more about Jana and her work at janacarey.com. That's J-A-N-A. C-A-R-R-E-Y.com, com, And if you go to com slash events, you can get all the information about the next New Moon for New Earth gathering. So that's at com slash events. Please also do follow Jana on social media. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find her at Jana Carey Healing. And you're always welcome over at KarenHager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. It's also a good place to check to see if maybe we resonate with each other and you're interested in a private intuitive session. Here I am. If I can shine some light on your path, I'd be very happy to serve you in that way. And you're welcome over at OpenPeacefulHeart.com too. It's a good place to find out about the free monthly guided meditation that's available to you, 15 minutes that focuses on peace in our heart and peace in the world. So check that out as well at OpenPeacefulHeart.com. Um, and thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.